everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk. We have a very special guest. I am actually excited for this episode because the topic that she will be, you know, sharing stories and opinions is very, I believe it's very needed in this mm-hmm. time. You know, the switch from uh, what we call the new normal. Um, she helps, and this is another thing that excites me. I want to figure out, I want to discover and learn about this one. She helps grow um, businesses by taking care of the behind the scenes, the behind the scenes task. <laughs> so what are those? I, I'm very excited. What are those and how she do, she do it? Um, she's also a content developer. A very beautiful, very kind um, dog lover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's all welcome our very own special guest for today, Brie Veem. Welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much. Me. I know that, you know, given the time difference and you are very busy but you spend time to be with us in spite of our reschedules, you know, because we just, um, there was a big, uh, like, third super typhoon in the Philippines. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and you, can, you can watch it in the news, you know. There are really places that are devastated. And even the dogs are agreeing. Can you hear, can you hear that? Yeah, I think my dog is agreeing as well. Mm. So you have a dog. Those dogs are not even mine, but you know, it's it's raw and it's uncut. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You get you get all of us when you get us, so that's how it's gonna be. (laughs) Right. So, um, I'm excited. Before we get into the main topic, all right. Um, tell us your story. Um, who influenced you or what influenced you to be in this position? where you are right now so that our viewers our listeners and even me will have you know an overview that hey yes i will listen to her about this because she is in this position of what happened because of this because of that you know mm-hmm. your story feel free to share your story Bri. yeah so it all started I was actually born in Switzerland, so I'm in the U.S. now, but my family worked overseas in international schools. Well, that didn't really work out, so they went moved back to um, Virginia in the USA, and my dad started his own business from the ground up. He started painting mailboxes one by one, and then eventually developed a contracting business um, that is like pretty successful today. And I saw him be able to grow something from this little tiny business where he went door to door to paint mailboxes for people for very little money to a huge business that he loves and that he is able to make his own with his own passion and his own values. Um, And I always saw that. I saw my mom helping him with that. And I saw that it wasn't a typical nine to five. In some cases, it was more than nine to five, but he had control of his schedule. He had control of the people he worked with and for, and I always looked up to that. But I felt as someone who was just doing the typical school, college, that I needed to find a nine to five job because that's what everyone else my age was doing. Um, But I knew that I wasn't excited about it. I was, I 
was applying to jobs that I was just, well, at least I'll have a job. At least I'll, I'll be working. I'll be making money. But I wasn't, I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't excited. I wasn't feeling like this is something that I want to do forever. It was just like, oh, this is going to be a temporary thing and I'll find something better. Um, so it wasn't until I came across the vir virtual assistant world and the virtual assistant world was something I'd never even heard about before, but I saw that people were able to work on their computers. They were able to work with people they love to work with. They picked ideal clients, dream clients. And it's something that one day I just decided, you know what, I'm going to start listening to podcasts on this because I want to know more. I wasn't happy where I was at work-wise and I um, just started diving into learning. I took free courses because I wasn't really ready to just go into all the coaching and the expensive investments, but I just did all the free courses I could have possibly found on the internet. And it was two weeks later, Paisley, can you stop please? Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, it wasn't until it was about two weeks later, I decided to start an Instagram, just promoting who I was and what I'm looking to do. I knew that I hadn't had my own business before, but I did have experience managing my dad's social media and other companies' social media. And I loved doing that. I love creating a story behind the brand. I love so showcasing. I love that. I love showcasing creators, who they are and their why and their, their own aesthetic. Everyone has, everyone has their own piece of who they are and how they like to showcase it. No one is the same. Brands are all different because everyone's different. And that's what makes this so exciting. Um, all my clients are so passionate about what they do. And it's just so fun to work behind them and also be passionate about what they do. Um, so I just decided to go for it and I applied for my LLC. And then two months later, I was almost fully booked out and yeah. I cannot believe it. So, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank Bri, you. I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, just a pop-up question. Um, obviously, um, it, it, you know, th these are terms that we understand because we're in the same page, right? And But um, I want you to explain so that some of our viewers and listeners that doesn't have, you know, a, an idea of what we're talking about, they can have this perspective of what we're mm -hmm. discussing. Um, you mentioned like... Um, content developer and virtual mm -hmm. assistant. And I know it's very shallow and basic, but can you explain mm -hmm. what is a content developer and what is a virtual assistant and what, you know, what do the, what are the main tasks mm -hmm. that those positions are focusing yeah. on? So a virtual assistant is a very broad term. There's a lot of different types of virtual assistants out there and some that specialize in different platforms and different skills and services. Um, so overall, a virtual assistant is someone who helps um, a business with back-end tasks such as social media, administrative tasks, email management, all those types of things. So um, I learned to spe specifically pick services to provide that I knew that I was going to like doing because 
like I said, I got into this business because I wanted to love what I did and not just because I needed to make money. So I picked services and, and platforms that I love to work with that I had prior experience in and also ones that I was willing to learn because I actually enjoyed doing it. So as far as the content developer side of things, that's more just like creating graphics um, for um, if say like a coach, they need uh, a newsletter graphic or um, a um, Instagram posts that they want to be designed with their brand and aesthetic behind it, that's when I would develop a piece of content that matches that for them. So for me personally, I provide services as far as social media management on all platforms for the most part, um, email assistance, newsletters, um, I send those out. I do a little bit of copywriting and, and caption writing um, and just various administrative tasks. I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm ready to learn new things too. So if someone reaches out to me and says, hey, do you have experience with X, Y, and Z? Um, I always say, I don't have prior experience with that exact platform, but here are the platforms that I have that are similar to this, um, but I'm totally willing to learn. And um, I've loved being able to learn and Google has been my best friend for a couple months now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, that, that's, that's natural, right? I mean, yeah. You you can you can figure everything at, at once. You know it's mm -hmm. while you're pushing forward, one step at a time. You're learning. You're constantly you know adding knowledge so that exactly. you can also you know use it for the client's benefit, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now that you mentioned the the wide scope of that position, <laughs> and, and I'm sure you experienced this. Let's talk about burnout. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and, and I'm excited to hear from you because you're the perfect, you're the perfect person to talk about this, mm -hmm. given the, especially now that we have this new normal, you know, the, the transition of businesses from um, a traditional standpoint to mm -hmm. digital, to the digital world, they're yeah. bringing, they're bringing everything online. All right. So, with that, there's a lot of tasks. There's a lot of, uh, you know, things to do, people to, to utilize, team to grow, platforms to use, and name it. There's a lot. And with, with all those things to do, burnout is always there. Always. Yes. And now I'm excited to hear your perspective, what you have in mind, about steps and how to avoid burnout, you know, basic remote working tips. Yeah. Yeah. This is something I'm, I'm extremely passionate about as well, because um, as online service providers or just online businesses in general, our work is on our phone and our work is always on us. We always have our phone on us. So that means constantly notifications go off. We're getting emails from clients feeling like, oh my goodness, like, this deadline is really important. And she just sent me, she wanted me to get this picture up when really we have business hours too. And I think that's something that everyone that works in the online space needs to decide for themselves of what those are and how you're going to unplug from that once you, once you're done and that's it. Um, so as far as my own business, um, this was something that I had a really hard time with at the front end because 
I felt like I was behind before I even started there. If you go on Instagram and you see all the other virtual assistants, there's, there's thousands right now. It's a booming industry and you see, Oh my goodness, they have 20 posts up already. They have X amount of followers. I need to get there. I need to get there. Mm, that, yeah. That. Like the competition, you, right? It's so that. stressful. <laughs> yes. So you feel like, Oh my goodness, they're posting a post every single day. I need to do that. I need to be engaging for longer. I need to be um, messaging people. I need to be posting more stories. It's like a constant battle in your head. And I, the first couple of weeks I was doing constantly on my phone. My husband was like, dude, you need to unplug. You need to work <laughs> like, it's 10 p.m. Why are you still going through your DMs? Why are you still commenting on people's pictures? Like you need to be done. Like your office hours were over at five. It's been five hours. Um, and I said, you know what, you're right. Because one weekend I remember sitting at, at, on my couch, going through my phone, engaging like I would just to grow my audience. And I was like, I don't think I'm having fun anymore. And it was two weeks, two weeks. I was like, I don't think this is fun. And then I was like, you know, this isn't fun because I'm doing this 20 hours a day right now. And I'm doing this to grow an audience that I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Like, you know, so I had to start stepping back and starting thinking of a game plan and started planning, okay, these are the hours I'm going to be working. I started having to write things down just so I'm like sticking to these tasks. What are my priorities for this day? What deadlines do I have to finish today? And what can be an extra thing that gets me ahead for tomorrow? Um, but I started just scheduling a routine. I am very into fitness and working out. So every morning I like to get up early, work Does out. Does that help? Does that help a lot, you know, um, injecting that in the whole routine? Because I've been, I've been, I've been reading a lot of, um, you know, articles mm -hmm. that it's either in the morning or in the yeah. afternoon. They always do a walk in the park, mm -hmm. exercise. Does that contribute? Yeah, so when I work out in the morning and I get my day started, I, I start off on a productive note. And so it gets my mental state into this. I'm getting things done. Just like I like to make my bed every morning too. The first thing I do is I make my bed and then I work out and I have a routine because then at least, um, and there's a book about this, about, I think it's like why you should make your bed every day or make your bed or something like that. And it says at least one thing that day went right. You know, at least one thing you did got completed. So whether that be making your bed, whether that be working out or taking a walk, um, you start your mental on a productive note, which kind of sets the stage for the rest of your day. I love that. Okay. I love that. It's like mindset. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what I do is I, I, I work in the morning, I work out and then I start my work and then midday, my dog knows this because she will pester me if I don't do it on time. 1231 every single day, I take a little walk with her just around the block. It gets my mental state kind of in a clear space again, and I'm ready to reset and go on to the next tasks for whatever client I'm working with that day or whatever task I have to complete. So that has helped me kind of separate um, and take breaks. So I'm not constantly just wheels turning because once you get into a, a laser focused mood, sometimes it's great. Sometimes you just want to get it all done, which is great, but then you still need to realize that you still need to take time for yourself because if you aren't, you're, you're, you're going to be pouring into so many other cups. Your cup's going to be so empty. You're not going to be able to pour into anything else because it's going to be completely drained. Right, right. So, and, and you can feel that, right? Mentally, mm -hmm. physically. Exactly. You, you, you feel like 
you're dry and you just want to stop everything. There's no, there's no drive to move forward, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so just sticking to your routine and, and making sure that you schedule yourself breaks. And um, one of my clients uses this hashtag all the time and it always resonates with me. It's self-care isn't selfish. Self-care is not selfish. And when I read that, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a easy concept to think about but it's like, when did, when did taking care of ourselves become a luxury? You know, I, I just feel like nowadays people are so focused on getting to the next promotion or getting to the next step or making X amount of money that they're so concerned about what they're investing in the, their business. They're not investing in themselves. And when did that become, oh, look, she's, um, she took three days off this week. Like, that's so nice. It's like, when did it become, oh, like, she's not working as hard as the next person. It's like, no, she might be working harder, but she's working harder on herself too, you know, which is so, so important. And, and it's I like, to- it's like a very big deal when you, you know, you, you took time off. So yeah. it's like, and there's this perspective that was built there that you, you don't do that. You're losing a lot when you do that. I mean, yeah. of course there, there are times that, well, like what you said, the most valuable thing is you because you are the one who is functioning. If you don't take yeah. care of yourself, then everything crumbles, right? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's a balance and it's not something you know how to do overnight. And I had to learn that quickly. I wasn't able to just hop into this online space and do this online business and start my own business all on my own to where I would know exactly what was right and what was wrong and what was going to hurt my growth and what was going to like add to my growth. Um, so self-care is just something that isn't always, you always want to be checking in with yourself, always checking in with yourself every week. Do I feel drained this week? Do I feel there's some weeks that are just gonna be harder than others. There's some weeks where your client work is just going to be harder and you're going to have more deadlines and you're going to have more, things that are urgent and more, more things that don't go as planned. And that, of course, that's just life. But when you're feeling constantly week after week that you are just not having fun anymore or you're not enjoying your work, there, that's when you need to reevaluate your process and say, what can I add to this to make, to take time for myself and to invest in myself? Because you can't just invest in your business. You have to invest just as much as as in your business as yourself. So that's really what I try to remember when talking about burnout because it's so real. It's so real for any industry. Um, so. let, me dive, let me dive in that part. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you a scenario, um, Brie. Okay, so this, this person, let's say your client, very focused on business, very focused on you know doing a lot of tasks and boom, burnout. And he, he acknowledged it that, you know, he needs to rest or to step back. Comes to mm-hmm. you, okay, what do I need to do now? I, need, I know I need to step back. I know that I'm experiencing burnout. What mm-hmm. are the basic tips that you can advise me that I can do, you know, like no-brainer stuff? What can yeah. you advise him? Um, I think just starting to establish a routine on when are you done working for that day? So do you want to start working at 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. or 3 p.m.? 
And then that really be the end. You turn off your notifications. I started turning off my notifications. That's easier said than done. <laughs> you know, it really is. It really is. But once you turn off your notifications, after that time, obviously you need to be available for when your business hours are. And that doesn't have to be the same every single day when you turn off your phone. But I turn off my notifications to um, so they don't pop up on my home screen because they would just go off forever and ever into the night. So that was like the first thing that I did that helped me just really get to the point where I was able to unplug as soon as as soon as my work hours were over. Um, the other thing is just living like a healthy lifestyle physically is so important to a clear mental state and just feeling like you can like finish a day. Um, energy levels are so much better when you're, you're, you're healthy and you're taking a walk or you're going to the gym or you're drinking water. If you're pumping your blood full of caffeine all the time and potato chips, I mean, I'm guilty. guilty. I am guilty. <laughs> you're not going to get the best result out of you. Your brain is not going to function as good as if you ate an apple and drank some water. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm this is like a, a counseling part. <laughs> I'm a big coffee person, but I've tried to limit myself a little bit. We, me and my wife, we we are like coffee yes. junkies. It's a, it's a, <laughs> like um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, okay, we 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 broken like one, two, three, three, three coffee makers already. <laughs> the coffee maker was nonstop, yeah. like heating, heating coffee, brewing yes. coffee. And this is like brewed coffee. I'm talking about like granules yeah. brewed yeah. coffee. It just, you know, it, it, if, it, if that coffee maker can talk, it will say, I'm, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> you said I'm burnt out. <laughs> burn out. <laughs> yeah, I asked for a new coffee maker for Christmas this year. So. Um, just because I, I need something that single serve so I can just push it whenever I want. And it just does it for me. Because when you have to fill out the whole thing and measure it all out, it takes too much time. <laughs> I agree, I agree. I, what we have, the the recent one, is like that. Yeah. So you just put everything there and then yeah. it, it's, it has its mind. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so you were saying like, you know, um, too much coffee is not good. Well, or it, it's more just... What, what you need to be fueling your body with things that are going to sustain right, you throughout right, the day. Right. Um, and I mean, I'm no expert on health, but I do um, try to put into my body um, things that are going to fuel me to get through the market. Yes. Um, if I don't start yes. my, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, too much of everything yeah, exactly. is bad. So you need to properly yeah. balance it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just like healthy lifestyle routine and establishing boundaries within your business would be the tips that upfront are just little changes that you can make. Um, there gets to a point where you have to evaluate if you're taking too much work and if you need to start, which is what I do is I, I help people when they're just feeling like they have too much on their plate. So that's a whole nother window but if I was just giving someone really quick tips to avoid and prevent burnout um those would be the ones that I would say and also the biggest one I can't believe I haven't said this yet you need to really really like start reflecting and seeing this 
the process before burnout happens, what are the signs? What are the signs of the burnout that do you feel like a couple of days before you're just absolutely drained that you're just feeling negative and you're always like, I don't like this or, you know, I, or start slacking on certain things that you would norm, normally not slack on. Um, then you can kind of uh, predict, Oh my goodness, I think I'm starting to get burnt out. So developing awareness on the signs of burnout would be the first and probably most important step in all of this. Um, so yeah, I, I love that. And that, I mean, I'm experiencing those uh, stages and mm-hmm. um, it, it helps me, you know, it, it's like a gauge. So mm-hmm. when I experience that, I know that, okay, I, I need a rest. You know, yeah. I, it really helps. It, you need to be aware of what, um, what triggers you, right? When, when, you're, when you're in that stage, and you're aware now it, it, it gives you an ample time mm-hmm. to step back think analyze okay do i need to have rest or is it yeah. okay to push forward get, get yeah. some more things done mm-hmm. because if you don't have that awareness you are bound for you know so much trouble that's gonna mm-hmm. be burnout to the max right exactly exactly and in some cases there's some points of burnout where you really can't even recover within your business because you're so done. You just want to be done with that. You're, you're like, this is not what I want to do. And some people are just done with their business after that. I mean, that a lot happens a lot in the co- corporate world. You burn out um, and you quit your job and cause it's just too much. Um, but you just want to prevent that in all possible ways because when you start, a business you're usually starting a business because you're passionate about what you're doing so it's just so disheartening and sad when people are so overworked and burnt out that they can't even find the passion that they once had for their business you know so wow yeah and and that happens you know mm-hmm. it's very sad news but yeah. it really happens mm-hmm. um brie how about um you know uh, I think, you know, I believe that this contributes also. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to hear your perspective mm-hmm. on this. Um, with the emergence of remote work, mm-hmm. you are now in the comfort of your house. Yep. And that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a space. Mm-hmm. But not everyone, you know, has this own, like 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 me. My old room, this one, it, I turned it into an office. Okay. So I have my private space and that's fine, right? But... Other people, most of the of most of our you know um, colleagues out there, they don't have the luxury of that, mm-hmm. and that might have some contributions. You know, there are people, you know, um, relatives or any other elements that are present, mm-hmm. and it might contribute for well, not burnout, but you know, little exactly. things yeah. that could go in that stage what are your thoughts yeah so personally i don't have an office space but i have a place three places that i like to rotate in um wow. in the house <laughs> uh, to work depending on the weather and how i'm feeling um but i really feel like natural light is something that helps me a lot be productive and it just helps me stay focused, but I'm such a homebody and I always have been. 
that working from home is my happy place 120%. Me too. Um, I feel so comfortable. I feel I'm able to talk on the phone. I'm able to just work laser focused when I'm at home. I I feel like I do my best work. I also like to change up my scenery and go to like a local coffee shop or something sometimes, um, which just helps. um, It helps break up like the everyday um, repetitiveness, you know, um, of working from home because I mean, I love my animals, but sometimes I need a break from them. <laughs> they, they, they're great, but I need some real people interaction too. <laughs> so I like to go to a coffee shop. I'll meet a friend and we'll do work there or something, which I love that luxury. But I do think it's really important to establish a place where you can be focused because if you don't, I could never work in my bed. Personally, I just couldn't. I would be falling asleep. I would be focused, probably be turning on Netflix. You know, I don't know. But some people can, and that's great. You just have to decide for yourself, where are you the most productive? And then you stick to that and you can change it up. There's no rules, but um, just again, being able to reflect on where you're most productive. Okay, today I did really well working on my kitchen and by my window. Let me keep doing that. And when you don't feel like working there, I mean, you can go work on the couch if you can be productive. Um, So um, I do think that uh, having a designated workspace is important, but I also think because we're in such a monotonous role of being at the house all day, um, it's okay to switch that up when you feel needed to, just to get a change of scenery because um, it's good to just, little change of pace wow it's it's like knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb (laughs) tips and a lot of tips thank you i mean basically those are those are for me. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it resonates with you. I think everyone should always Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Those are, you know, those are tips that really matters, you know, and those are really informative points that will benefit, you know, people, not only um, online or remote workers, but people in general, how to handle stress, how to handle basic perspective on how you can handle burnouts, you know, maybe if you're working in a traditional setting or in uh, a remote working situation, online business, or if you are um, working in different industries, we all experience stress yeah. and burnouts, mm-hmm. right? So your tips, your perspective is very, very helpful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brie, for sharing those wonderful, yeah, wonderful thank tips. thank you. I'm so glad I could come and share some knowledge and some of my past experiences. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, having said that, again, thank you. We are now in the part of the show that we will play a game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we call this part of the show the creative fast talk. Okay. This game has nothing to do with your background, with the topic, what we discussed, anything. It has nothing to do with those. Okay. All right. So <laughs> this is this is this will be a totally different part of the show, okay? So how we play the game is, I will ask you questions that has nothing to do 
with a topic like what I've said earlier, mm -hmm. random questions. So random, I did not prepare it. My team prepared for okay. me. It, they gave it to me while we were having the conversation, okay? But some of the questions there, those are trademarks of the show, okay? okay? Don't spend too much time in thinking what the answer should be. Okay. Whatever first comes into your mind, shoot. All right. All right? I'm ready. Ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. First question. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? I'd be golden retriever. Ooh, That's very wrong. specific. All okay. right. Okay. Not why? any dog because... A golden retriever is very loyal and loves to be around his people or her people. Um, and that just kind of is who I am. I feel like I'm very loyal to my people and I love to be at home and I love to be around my, my friends and family. That's just where I'm the happiest. And I feel like that's where golden retrievers like to be as well. Um, and I just love dogs. So that's what, who I would be, I think. First nice. Thing that in my head. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, what, if you were uh, a golden retriever and you have the, this is not included in the question. I'm, I'm just curious. And you have the opportunity to pick your own name. What would be your dog name? <laughs> huh, that's a good question. Um, the first thing that came to my mind was Dakota. Dakota. Okay. Because, you know why? My parents why? almost named me Dakota. Um, so, wow. uh, that's just why it came to my mind. And I feel like Dakota is a good dog name, maybe. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, Brie, since you are you love dogs, is it true? Again, this is not included in the question. It's just, you know, this is me. <laughs> is it true that dogs are, you know, colorblind? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that answer. I Maybe. I probably should know that if I, I'm such a dog person, but I right, don't right. know. If I've ha I have heard that, but I don't know <laughs> if that's that. Or if it's just one of those. I'm going to update you if I have, you know, in the future, a guest yeah, that do. is into those <laughs> kinds of stuff. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next question. Text or call? I'm a texter 100%. And I'm, I'm trying to get better about <laughs> phone calls, but I will do everything. And it's so funny because I work in the virtual space where I'm constantly mm. in communication with my clients, Zoom calls, whatever. And mm -hmm. I actually voice memo most of the time. I use an app called Voxer and I voice memo so I don't have to wow. text it out. But I will do, and my husband is always like, you are an adult. <laughs> so I'll do everything I can possibly do not to call the doctor's office. I want to schedule an online appointment, not have to go through the phone. What? And I don't know why. It's just the way I am. And sometimes I will even be like, mom, can you call like X, Y, or Z? And she's like, Brie, you are a 23-year-old. Please start calling people but I am such a texter or online scheduler that's my favorite but I'm getting better <laughs> I'm okay learning. okay okay no worries well explained <laughs> next YouTube or Netflix Netflix 100 percent right. I don't even yeah Netflix 100 percent love series. I, I okay okay Netflix. I will still ask you this question although I know the answer that you will say who knows? All right. Next question. Books or movies? Movies. 100%. There you go. Yes. Because of Netflix. Okay. So because of that, the set of questions will be different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, right. Movies. What are your top three 
all-time favorite movie. Top three. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry, uh, this is walk- four. It should be here. <laughs> um, yeah. A Walk to Remember. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Um, My Sister's Keeper. It's a... It's about, so I work, uh, previously I went to school for child and family development, background really quick, and I wanted to work in a hospital with kids that were um, ill and had life-threatening diseases, and I would help them through that with like coping and coping techniques. That was what I went to school for. Okay. (laughs) Um, Obviously things have changed since then, but uh, My Sister's Keeper is about um, a family and one of their children have cancer and they have another child so that that child can donate. Um, I think it's Bone Marrow, right, and it's right, a very right. powerful, pa- powerful movie. I love that. It's kind of along the same lines of Walk to Remember, dramatic and um, stuff like that. And then my other favorite movie, hmm, trying to think. This is hard. I <laughs> am a big series girl. I love to binge watch series. So right now I'm watching. I'm like pretty obsessed with Designated Survivor. That's Oof. not really a movie. Well, but... well, that's that's the next question. Okay. What are your top three series that you want okay, that you this, are watching all time? Designated Survivor, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, um, that's old school. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. I love that show so much. And I love ooh, Gossip Girl. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My guilty pleasure. I love um, all that. So oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I I've yeah. watched it and I, I like it. Yeah, good. Oh, you All know right. what? Actually, change my answer. Mm. How to get away with murder. Oh of- yeah. yeah, my wife totally. watched that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. Good okay, good, 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 good choice. All right, next question. What is the weirdest food you've tried? Hmm. I mean, I feel like I've done a lot of weird foods. Um oysters and snails and octopus love them all what yeah (laughs) i'm I'm pretty adventurous um and i wouldn't just eat it off any old like street shack i would definitely pick wisely Mm. but i love oysters that are like fresh out out of the sea my one of my best friends she has her diving license and so she goes and dives for oysters and then they have an oyster party Wow. And it is literally the best. I never thought I'd like oysters. I was like, mm. are you kidding me? Those things are slimy and gross. And then I had them the right way and it changed my life. They wow. Really did. Wow. Yeah. All right. Next question. Passenger or driver? Driver. Driver. Two? All right. Okay. Mountains or beaches? Beaches. What's your favorite weather? Um, fall or spring. What scares you? Um, being trapped. I'm like claustrophobic <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Last question. If you have the power, and, and this is like a trademark in this show, all right? In this, in this, uh, in the creative talk. If you have a, if you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would mm-hmm. it be and why? It may be a historical figure, uh, a relative, anyone, anyone. Mm-hmm. That's a really easy one, actually. Um, a couple or a year, Mar- last March, I lost my four-year-old cousin to brain cancer. Mm, I'm um, sorry. And he was like the most beautiful, mm. 
child, so happy, so strong. And he, even despite his terminal cancer, he was still Mm. the happiest boy who loved life and lived life to the fullest. And he was taken way too soon from us. So that's without a doubt who I would have come back. Well, um, I'm sure that he is watching down, you know, and he's smiling and he's watching this podcast and he's, you know, the love is there, the love for For you. And, you know, things happen for a reason. We may not know why at the moment, but in time, it will all make sense. Right? I believe that. Yep. Thank you, Bree. Thank you for being such a wonderful person. Thank you so much. And for all those octopus and snail that you've tried. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Bree. Feel free to promote your social media accounts. If you Mm -hmm. have any releases, projects, promotions, collaborations, feel free. The floor is yours. Yeah. um, If you want to follow me, my Instagram is at va.breveleem, B-R-E-V-L-I-E-M. Um, I have all of my links there. You can DM me if you have any questions. Um, I'm almost fully booked out. So if you are looking for a virtual assistant, definitely contact me soon because I will have to start a wait list. Wow. Wow. I, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. Please connect with Bree if you need assistance in her scope of work. I know, and we all know, we believe that she will help you along the way. Guys, feel free to check the Creative Talk podcast and Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. We are everywhere. (laughs) Thank you again. Thank you again, Bree. Stay safe. Thank you for being such a wonderful person. Continue to be a, uh, a beacon of light and hope to the people. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. All right. Okay. So, guys... Stay safe, have a positive outlook in life. Don't forget to smile. This is The Creative Talk with me, Jan Santos, and our wonderful guest, Bree V. Stay safe, bye. (laughs) 